Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am your host, Manny G, and I am joined by the one and only TX80 Man. What's up, buddy? Just here, bud. How about you? Oh, man. I'm doing good. I'm mm-hmm. doing doing great, actually. Nice, I've, I've had a cold for like seven days straight, at least. For, for all the time that I've known you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm feeling great. <laughs> Got some cold medicine going Situation through me. normal. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow's my birthday, so my mother-in-law came, she knocked on my door and brought me a giant carrot cake. Oh, nice. It was nice. like three layers, like a monster. So Drive-by carrot caking, huh? Yeah. And then she gave my wife a pie. What? Yeah. And then she just left. So... <laughs> There's cool a cake for you, a pie for you, and nothing <laughs> for the children. Yeah, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that was a well, cool, start bro. to a good evening. Nice, nice, nice. Good deal. What you been playing, man? I have been playing a little game called Apex Legends. Is that it? That's pretty much it. Dude, it's, it's kind of a weird gaming season for both of us, isn't it? It's like, I feel like both of us have kind of just cooled our heels on the Xbox yeah, well, I really wanted to take a break before Anthem and mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, not spend all my nights just playing games. Right. But so instead I spent nice. all my nights typing and, and writing things. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like about games. <laughs> yeah. Nice, dude. Nice. Well, what, so, do we, what, what do we have on tap for today, Manny? Well, we have some uh, some great stuff actually we're going to talk a lot about electronic arts tonight one of our favorite companies how fickle what what fickle creatures we are aren't we manny gamers (laughs) (laughs) hey man we're just like we're just surfers out in the ocean just riding whatever wave comes we you and i are but i feel like (laughs) you know the gaming public is more of like a schizophrenic sort of (laughs) oh yeah mad hatter you know it's crazy. I mean, EA, they've, they publish great games and they have yeah. for a super long time. They do that. They do. But the whole corporate culture is what people don't like. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have to show profitability. You have to show growth. And yeah, yeah while just, just showing profit, it's not enough these days. Well, dude, and we're about to digest it all, but I just want to give you sort of my, you know, my, my perceptive, I guess, thoughts, right. Just sort of as a spectator. You know, it's like last week, the bottom fell out, right? Like their their stocks were in a pitfall and like, yeah, oh my gosh, you know, it's the Titanic. You know what I mean? Yes. And then yeah. out of nowhere, they dropped this little game and it just completely turns it around. It's like all of a Crazy. sudden, you know, yeah, the sky's open, like rays of sunshine. It's uh-huh. like <laughs> the Messiah has arrived, you know, you can hear the trumpets in the background and it's the stock. Prices are apparently higher than they've ever been. If you believe some of the folks out there reporting, man, it's it's yeah. just craziness. I'm like, 
are, do we even know what we're talking about, people? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, man. But it's you know what? I think everybody can agree, and I I I certainly uh, agree with you in that. Um, it's great, man. It's a really good game. I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, man. It's it's been a lot of fun. But let's uh, let's jump into the news, buddy. Let's do it, bro. So EA they had their earnings call, and it did mm. not look good. This story comes to us from MarketWatch.com. They had the largest single-day stock drop since October of 2008. And if it wasn't for that day in October, it'd be the largest drop percentage decline since 1999. Oof. So, what, 20 years, huh? Yeah, a long time. And it was, you know, the investors, they're waiting to hear what is going to be uh, disclosed during this earnings call. And as soon as they hear all the Mm -hmm. bad news, they're like, we're out. Oh, yeah. So that's crazy. Andy, do you want to read us this quote here from MarketWatch? Let's do it. Here we go. And and I quote from my MarketWatch, as Manny stated. In a conference call late Tuesday, EA Chief Executive Andrew Wilson said that the company faced significant challenges, in quotes, in the fiscal third quarter that would continue through the fourth quarter. One of the most prominent issues was the company's largest release ahead of the holiday season, Battlefield Five, which EA delayed until November. Until November, video game critics had mixed reactions to the title, unlike its predecessor, which was critically acclaimed. EA said that Battlefield Five sold one million fewer copies than executives had expected at 7.3 million units, which is still wow. a really resp- a respectable number, I think. That is an incredibly good number. Seven million units of one video game yeah. is a lot of profit. Right. For most companies, that would be a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but instead, it's counted as a loss because they missed their projection by one million. How did which they come up with that number, I wonder? Like, is it just a guy in, a, in an office somewhere who says, hey, man, hey, hey, John. How many uh how many of these here Battlefield 5 things you think we're going to sell? Oh, I don't know. How about a billion? That sounds good. <laughs> that John, man, a lot is yeah. riding on his shoulders. I know, right? So they blamed a part of Battlefield 5's quote-unquote failure on DICE's focus on story rather than a battle royale mode. <sighs> what do you think it's about a- that, man? <laughs> Man, I, it sounds like know, somebody's dude. out of their mind, right? Yeah, like someone really wants the battle royale, right? Like, you know, this would have never happened if you had put, if you just listened to us and put battle royale in the game. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they announced that they were doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Like when they were talking all about their uh, Battlefield Five, they came on stage and they said battle royale. And that's all they said. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was an expectation. We knew it was coming, but yeah, talking to the sufficiently afflicted friends of ours, mm-hmm. you know, and I agree, Battlefield 5, it, I don't think Battle Royale really mixes with Battlefield. It just right. doesn't seem the same type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because with the Battle Royale, you go in, you scavenge a loadout, and you hunt down other characters, or other people rather, and then you you kind of progress your loadout as you're going just to be the, the victor at the end. Mm-hmm. And Battlefield 5 gameplay doesn't necessarily lend itself to scavenging in that way. They have cool map design. I like what they do. And they wanted to add vehicles and all this stuff to make it more Battlefield 5. But I don't know. It didn't seem like it was uh, 
it was going to hit the mark and it's not coming out till March. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Andy, we have an interloper. What? What's up, Duff? Surprise guest. Well, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for sneaking in here, Duff. Super happy to have you here. I'm excited to be here, dude. Yeah. So yeah, like we were talking, EA stock is in the toilet, or at least it has been putting a lot of blame on Battlefield 5, but they did push it back and it's, it was competing with Red Dead. It was mm-hmm. competing with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Black Ops. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stiff competition for sure, but still 7.3 million units. That's That sounds like success to me. Yeah, that's a great number, man. I mean, I think it's a great number. Yeah, and and you know, remember, like soon after launch, they were slashing the price like fifty percent off and stuff oh, like that. Yes. It was I was victim of that. Myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the next day, I was like, "What?" Yeah, that you sucks. didn't buy the deluxe edition in Canada. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah, like a hundred well, bucks, dude. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, c- Canadian prices are mm-hmm. out of control because we don't have real money. monopoly money monopoly money so who knows how much of that 7.3 million was from sales that were 50 percent off either way that's still a big number right Mm -hmm. but you know like we said before it doesn't matter how profitable you are you have to be showing growth and if you're not showing consistent growth then your shareholders are going to say goodbye yeah yeah it's true so that's crazy but in this last year, their stock price has dropped by about 50%. That seems like a big number, dude. Their stock price has dropped 50%? Yeah, in the last year. That's it's ins- it's insane. What was the thing? What, like, what, what would EA have released a year ago that may have put their stock price in the other direction? Like, I guess Battlefront, right? Battlefront 2. It was Battlefront. <laughs> Battlefront really did start something that, you know, People had been against all these crazy microtransactions for a long time, but Battlefront really made their game. EA made Battlefront pay to win, and people just revolted. And I remember seeing so many pictures of um, like different places around Christmas where the Battlefront uh, shells were completely full. Like people were just avoiding the game, like quite a bit. I mean, I picked it up for like four dollars. Yeah, so. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was it was ten bucks here. I think maybe five six months after it came out, and like Titanfall two took two years to get to ten dollars. Yeah, that was another one they kind of botched right there, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's bizarre. Yeah. Well, I guess it makes sense, man. They just they oh man, I feel like they just pump them out. You know what I mean? Like they they just like oh who cares? Just throw it out there, see what happens. Well, they're on this rigorous scale. They have to get things released in certain windows. And I think the reason why we had so many issues with Battlefield 5 was because of their release schedule. I think, you know, obviously the game wasn't ready to ship, but they had to ship it anyways. Yeah. You're seeing it I, with Activision as well, both Activision and EA, right? It's it's schedules. If you When you go through Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, we've talked about it on here a bunch of times. But most of the games that had real issues were because a publisher basically said... It's coming out now. We don't care if it's ready. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy. But that stock dropping by that much, I mean, that's a traumatic experience for uh, for oh, yeah. EA's uh, shareholders. Sure. But it's oh, yeah. been very good for gamers. Oh. Yeah. Because it has changed the 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 whole uh, microtransaction scheme for EA for games like 
what we're going to talk about tonight, Apex, right. and as well as Anthem. You know, Anthem. people were very right. afraid that it's going to be paid to win, and we haven't seen the prices yet for Anthem, so we're still kind of holding our breath with that one. Yeah. But they, EA is definitely seeming to make an effort to get away from pay to win. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It just doesn't make it doesn't make sense from an investor perspective if your concern is your stock price is dropped by fifty percent, but then at the same time you're pushing things out that are half baked, so it's only going to end up hitting your stock price even more. Like it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. I don't know why you wouldn't say, okay, we're going to take the hit for a little while, but but then we're going to have these great releases and it's going to change things for us. Yeah, it's crazy. It's always it's always um, a, a negative thing whenever publishers are pushing out games that are basically designed for shareholders. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. Yeah. But it's funny because this story was kind of in the in the beginning of the week, but then uh, something happened. Yeah. Apex Legends released, and EA's stock is bouncing back like it is. Uh, it is skyrocketing. Because Apex has been an amazing success. So let's move on to Apex Legends. Well, and it's and it's what it's day three though, right? It's it's great. It's just crazy that we're already talking about this game. Like and and I you know, I've played it a few times. I think it's great, but mm-hmm. already everyone is calling this like just singing its praises, you know, and people that his like uh skill up. Yeah. Who, hates ea right he's like (laughs) and it's like the feeling is mutual right (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) but even him dude he's like hey yeah it's great oh loot boxes sure it Mm -hmm. makes total sense for this game (laughs) yeah oh yeah man they they announced in a blog post earlier this week in ea.com that apex legends has eclipsed 10 million players in 72 hours wow that's crazy which is unbelievable andy do you want to read this quote here from uh vince Pella from uh respawn entertainment all right uh in 72 hours over 10 million players have jumped into apex legends and we've breached 1 million concurrent players this has been a truly incredible journey we tested and tweaked we argued and agreed We got to a point where we felt some magic. We knew it would be risky to take the franchise in this direction to go free to play and do a surprise launch. But we fell in love with Apex Legends and wanted, needed other people to play it too. We hoped you'd love it as much as us, but never in our wildest dreams could we have expected the outpouring of support and positivity we've seen. From all of us at Respawn, thank you for giving us and Apex Legends a chance. Thank you for joining us on this journey. This is just the beginning. We have so much more in store for you this year. See you in the arena. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, Vince. And uh, the the next day, on uh, I think it was on Twitter, he said that they had uh, broken 2 million concurrent players. It's crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, if you go to Twitch, it's at the top. And it's been at the top for a long time. And mm-hmm. people like, Jeez, dude, Shroud had like over 100,000 people just watching him play. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's yeah. it's pretty wild. Dude, and it's funny because all genres, it seems like, like this is breaking into the, uh, within the FPS sort of world. It seems like it's segmented, right? There you've got your Battle Royale folks. You've got your, mm-hmm. you know, your, your straight up, you know, like COD, even though that's dipping its toe into Battle Royale. There's the Destiny sort of players, right? 
Yeah. Across the board, dude. It's like everybody's loving this game. Dude, the, I've heard some of the Destiny podcasts. I think Fireteam Chat, those guys were talking about it. And they were saying like this is – for them, it's kind of like that trials mode that they've been missing. you know. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But if you think about it, right, three-man teams, there's resing, there's – you know what I mean? So it's – Yeah. I yes. guess it's scratching a lot of itches, right? Oh, for sure, man. And mm-hmm. you know, people have been saying 2019 Battle Royale is going away. But man, this is like a fresh take and it feels right. really, really good to play. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely hit a home run on it, man. What do you think, Duff? Uh, you know, they they were talking about this on Split Screen last week as well. And just sort of how Fortnite, people have been saying Fortnite was going to go away forever and it's still up there and it's crazy. Oh, yeah. The amount of merchandise and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's definitely room in the the battle royale arena um for this to continue to have success some of it is it's the shiny new toy right it's been out for mm-hmm. a week what happens when anthem releases when division 2 releases are are people going to leave or are they going to say you know what battle royale is my mode and and this game does it really well uh, right. the other thing it's i think overwatch is getting a little old it's still yes. popular, but mm-hmm. it is getting a little long in the tooth. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that this game scratches some of that itch for people and then combine it with the Battle Royale and and you've got mm-hmm. a pretty good thing on your hands. Right. Well, and then it's Respawn too, who's, I mean, very good. I mean, they make a very good shooter, man. Some of our favorites, I, I think la- last week, maybe it was the Anthem. So I can't remember one of our shows that we did. I mentioned how... You know, when you think of, I mean, for me personally, right, some of my favorite uh, first-person shooters ever, uh, you know, have been made by Respawn or the people that, you know, they, like, before they were Respawn, right, when when they were, was it the first Modern Warfare Archimedes? Do you remember which one is? Yeah, uh, Modern, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Yeah, Infinity Ward. They were, the guys that started Respawn were infinity ward those guys that that did uh modern warfare so the point is they make a good shooter man and this is just right along that that um that same sort of feeling right the same Mm -hmm. feeling just feels really good man what's crazy is the game is now fully released but they did zero marketing leading up to the launch came out of nowhere which is um i think it's amazing and it's actually brilliant so um we we have an article from Eurogamer. Uh, Andy, do you want to tell us about this yeah. quote from uh, the lead producer? Yep. Our desire is to be completely open and transparent with our player base. And part of that expands to how we talk about problems. And we understand this game is going to have a, uh, a, a skeptical audience. There are some people who think there are too many Battle Royale games or it's a fad. The world thinks we're making Titanfall 3 and we're not. This This is what we're making. To try and convince a skeptical audience, four months with trailers and hands-on articles, we're just like, let the game speak for itself. It's the most powerful antidote to potential problems. We're doing a free-to-play game with essentially loot boxes after we <laughs> after we were bought by EA, and it's not Titanfall 3. It's the perfect recipe for a marketing plan to go awry. So we have that. Let's just ship the game and let players play. And uh, and I think that that was 
that's the genius of it, right? All of those that he mentioned, you know, EA, free to play, loot boxes. It's like, <laughs> um, dude, I guarantee you, as soon as uh, the YouTube community got a hold of the news that they were making a battle royale and not Titanfall 3, I think YouTube would have just been full of such toxic uh, videos oh. that. That yes. they wouldn't have stood a chance. Yeah, I mean, which is shocking because it's normally full of such nice, yeah, I know, calm right? <laughs> discussion, <laughs> nice, fair, clear yeah. thinking, yeah, right, yeah. nuanced points, right? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think I think respawn would have been torn apart. So this this was actually a, oh. a brilliant move. They could not have done this any better. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, it, it just. It would have been a nightmare scenario had they put it out. <laughs> exactly. Nothing, and and, the, and for all uh, intents and purposes, right? Like it, it's it's fully released. It's not a beta. It's not a. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, so when is when is it going to be released? Or you know, it's like, no, this, <laughs> this is this is the game. It's this is it's it. free. Just go ahead and download and play. You know, it's mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's like they just are like, oh yeah, oh what's this? It's a uh, shooter let's what is it and then they're yeah. play, you know people get their hands on it dude i i loaded into the game just the tr- the training that i was doing archimedes was uh was in there he was playing with um alex and um flave uh, i think flave yeah um and i'm going through my training and dude like everything about what they've done you know from the you know uh um uh, marking you know enemies and there that whole system of of you know putting waypoints and stuff um to their movement to the shooting to like the specials and the abilities and it's like and i just had one character i was like mm-hmm. oh my god dude this is great fall you know landing into the the map too you do it as a yeah. group it's dude it is i mean they did it's a great incredible game. job with that yeah dude it's, yeah it's really good well, a few points here from this particular statement. So Respawn's not making Titanfall 3. So that's a revelation. Andy, what? Yeah. how does that make you feel as a Titanfall fan? Dude, I think, and, and you know, Archimedes is another one. Like, I think, uh, I can think of myself, Archimedes, and Joe, who, who I can recall when we talk about Titanfall, the series, we have such a, 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 a great, memory right of the first game we loved it so much i don't know how mm-hmm. many times you uh you prestiged in that game archimedes but all dude, 10 put, man yeah, all I 10 put, i think <sighs> i got up to seven on that one dude and i'm not even a shooter i sucked at that game if you saw my kd it, it's in like the garbage but it was so <laughs> fun man i mean it's uh it had everything that people hated about shooters i think you know wall running and all like the futuristic stuff you know it was it was sort of that mode before you know, it trickled into Call of Duty and everything, but uh, but they did it so right. And the fact that you had these giant mechs that dropped out of the sky just made it all the more fun, dude. It was a great game. The second one, I think it was, I think the general public loved it, but I think the folks that really love Titanfall weren't as crazy about the second one for whatever reason. I, I enjoyed it. It didn't really capture the same magic that the first one did for me. Um, but I know that despite that it was a huge success in terms of the quality of the shooter right maybe not so much in terms of uh, you know how well it did because of where it was released you know it was that yeah. whole thing where um 
I can't recall what games released right around the same time. Well, there was Battlefield, right? Was it yeah. Battlefield One? I think so. I think I can't that's remember. Right. But it dude, it was it was a great shoot. And I think, you know, looking back on it, folks, uh especially like um reviewers, uh wish that wasn't the case, right? Because it's such a good shooter. Yes. And it stands up like when you compare it, I mean it goes toe to toe with all of the, the you know, the battlefield ones and all of those. Um, because it really does have great shooting mechanics, movement, like everything about that game was really good. The um, problem it had was that the first one was an Xbox One exclusive. Well, Xbox One, Xbox 360 exclusive, right? It wasn't on PlayStation. Right. That's and right. that kind of that kind of hurt it. Like I bought my Xbox One for Titanfall. Mm-hmm. I think that the big thing that Titanfall 2 did was had, and I haven't played through it. I will eventually. I know Flav's been on me about it, and I think Larson as well. Mm-hmm. Um Two had this the single player campaign, the which campaign. is supposed to be the best yeah. uh, shooter single player campaign, maybe ever, but certainly mm-hmm. in a long time. And they do do that well. The yes. the guys at respawn, yeah. So Titanfall three, man, it it is a bummer um, for me personally. But you know what, man, it's it's you know I I think I wrote it off, man, when I heard that the respawn guys were going to be doing a star wars game and all this other yeah. stuff you know it was just i i did i didn't i assumed that it was if it was going to come out it's not it it wasn't going to come out for for a long time so what's well, funny is that apparently respawn is quite large because they are working on another titanfall game that's supposed to be coming out at the end of the year they got yeah, EA money 3. dude <laughs> EA money <laughs> no kidding yeah right yeah they got that old money yeah <laughs> Yeah. So this, I mean, Apex has me excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And, and, you know, people are talking, well, maybe it's going to be some kind of like a story mode for Apex, like all those different legends and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Respawn goes places where Titanfall, the original, was essentially online only years before anybody was really comfortable. Like Call of Duty kept spinning out awful story modes just so that they could say they had a single player mode. Like yeah. some of the stories were just awful. With the um, exception but, of the modern warfare ones, of course. With Well, that, but that was the respawn guys <laughs> yes, before right. they became respawn, right? Yeah. Uh, those ones had good stories. And then once those guys left, call of duty just became like ridiculous because they were focused on the multiplayer, but the multiplayer only was Titanfall first, that great shooter story. Titanfall 2. Respawn knows those mechanics and they know how to to uh, innovate within the space. And I think Apex Legends is just another example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about Apex Legends, what it is. And the first thing is that it's completely free to play. Like you don't have to pay a dime to play Apex Legends right now, which is amazing. And that's why, you know, millions and millions of people are playing it right now. They do have uh, loot boxes, right? Everything that they have right now appears to be cosmetic. There's no pay to win options whatsoever. And you can earn a currency in the shop to buy items. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the things you can buy, you can buy things that are like outright in the featured section of their store. So they rotate a, a few things and it looks like it's on a several day timer. And when those things come up, you can just buy it if you want it. There's only a few things up at a time, but I think the main way that they're going to be making money is with their loot boxes. Mm -hmm. 
So you buy a loot box. There's three random items that could come out of there from multiple sca- uh, categories, whether they're skins or banners and stuff like that. But they tell you right on the page the probability percentage mm-hmm. of each item type. So rare items, 100% chance you're going to always get at least one rare item. Epic items, 24.8% chance to get an epic item. And a legendary is a 7.4% chance to get a legendary. And if you do not get one within 30 packs, that 30th pack is guaranteed to give you a legendary, which is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much does 30 <laughs> remember packs when they cost? T- when, remember when Bungie told us that, that you would never get, get duplicates and you were guaranteed good drops? Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that they're also telling us, right, is that you're guaranteed to get no duplicates whatsoever. Mm. So what that means is the actual loot pool is massive. There's tons of skins for every weapon. There's banners. There's there's skins for your characters and stuff. There's so much stuff here. So it's going to be difficult to actually get something that you really want. So that's why they have that featured section. You know, you just mm. wait patiently and maybe they'll show you something uh, that you're going to want to get eventually, but they're banking on people to buy their loot boxes and that's how they're going to make all of their money, right? Because the game's totally free. And I think that's what makes this more palatable to people. It, it, look, it's loot boxes. Loot boxes has been a dirty word, right? People are trying to outlaw yeah. them and countries are calling it gambling and this, that, and the other. Um, but I think that this, that, whole negative press maybe is is pressuring ea to to be more th- look it appears that they're being very forthcoming with the drop rates percentages of you know all the different items in there they're all cosmetics so they're quote unquote not paid a ma- not pay to win but you know more on that here in just a second when we get into the legends here but um and you know they they have an in-game currency that you can uh, forge some of the cosmetics if you want, although yeah. it's kind of crazy, right? How much it costs and how much exactly. You get. And th- well, let's talk about that, man. Okay. Well, first of all, the legends you have all of them like, unlocked except for two. Mm-hmm. Those two you have to pay to unlock. Now right. you can use that earned currency that you get as you play, and uh, every time you level up, you get a loot box, so that could contain different stuff that you're you're gonna want. And um, those those it's like a is it like a crafting material? Is that what they're calling that currency where you can use to, yes. to, to unlock stuff? But, but uh, Duff, you were telling me how, how long you've been playing and how much of that you've acquired. And it was, uh, it wasn't very much. Yeah. I, th- I think I actually, the last two loot boxes I've opened have had some in it. Uh, but th- that crafting material, I think I have 110 or something, but to craft, to craft a half decent skin is like 1200 of those things. Like it's, it's actually the, the only problem with the loot boxes right now, other than, you know, the gambling side of it is that you can only get a hundred of them through play because you get one when you level up, but there's no other way to earn them from play. Right. So eventually you're going to stop being able to get them at which point, unless they change something with the update or in March or whatever, you are going to have to pay if you want to. Like, it's not possible to be a completionist in this game without paying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the the legendary skins, if you end up uh, having one feature that you want to pay for, it's about 20 bucks. Right. Yeah, I think 18 or something like that. American. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not sorry. Uh, just to say, I, that's not a complaint. It's a free to play game. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have no no problem with that. My my issue is with the games that have the sixty dollar price point and then throw this stuff on top of them. Yes. Well, and I think and that's why different. Apex Legends is getting a pass on this. Well, yeah, it's the 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 price tag, the the uh, the loot bo- or no, the microtransactions and the uh, DLC. Right. It's like, it's yes. everything, oh, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. not just this, this is a little more palatable. My issue though is the, the legends. So it, it says here that we have to buy the legends. Can we buy them with in game currency or game or currency that we earn in game? I should say. Yes. Yes. You can. Okay. Yeah, how long so does over that time, take? if you're just playing your, you know, the, the other six or whatever, uh, over time, you'll be able to unlock the other two. Okay. You know, free just from gameplay. But you I ha- think. You, I Go think ahead. it's about level 25 or 30 or something. I I think I have about 9,000 of the currency you need. Okay. And I think it's 12,000 to open a legend. But okay. that 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 is guaranteed on every loot box you open. You get a, a specific set amount. I don't know what the okay. number of is. If it's 600 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because see, my issue is like they say it's not pay to win. But if, I, if the only way – like if getting those legends costs me money and they all have different yeah. abilities, the meta, quote, unquote um, – is gonna sort of settle, and and some of those are gonna be better than others, right? So yeah, I mean it, it, that's kind of pay to win, you know. <laughs> well, I mean potentially, but the like the, the it's the Mirage guy. I forgot their names, but the Mirage, Mirage. guy and the guy that does uh, Toxic Caustic, yes. I think is mm-hmm. his name is Caustic. Yeah, so so I mean I face both of those abilities already. They're they're good. They're very good, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Um, they didn't win. It's not, it wasn't the them conquering me through those abilities because mm-hmm. of them. You know, I think, I think I lost cause I got shot. Yeah. So. But, <laughs> but, right. But still do you, like there's, there are other legends that they're going to add. We haven't seen. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's still for mm-hmm. me, it's, it's still EA and I want to see what, what's coming around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, well let's move on then to the next thing you get to spend money on is the battle pass. So they they announced their year one roadmap, mm-hmm. and it's a battle pass system similar to Fortnite. We don't know how much it's going to cost, mm-hmm. but you know we imagine we speculate it's going to be similar to what Fortnite's doing, mm-hmm. and it's going to last. Each battle pass will be three months long. So with it, they're going to bring new legends, just like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring new guns and new loot, and I assume the loot is like skins and all that stuff right they're just right. going to continue to add more and more and more to that loot pool that cosmetic loot pool as well yeah just uh like in general like duff what do you think about just the whole uh, season pass system as a way for for respawn to make money but also as, as from your point of view as a customer is that battle pass going to be something you're that's worth it to you to be able to i assume you buy it and then that enables you the ability to earn the new legends and weapons and loot and stuff. Yeah, I think I'd have to wait and see that. If if it's if it's like it is now, where the legends are still locked behind leveling or something like that, I'm okay with it. The, I don't think it's pay to win because I can earn them. Yeah, it might take me longer than somebody that wants to pay, or apparently Andy has access to one of them because he's EA access. Because yeah. um, he, he gets a thousand currency mm-hmm. right off the bat. But as long as the battle pass gives me access to them somehow yeah. that I don't have to pay, I'm I'm okay with that. And we don't know what it is. Maybe the legends themselves will be unlocked with the paying for the battle pass, right? Yeah. I doubt it because 
presumably you want that legendary currency to do something still. Um, but, uh, but I, I'm okay with paying a little bit if it feels like they're improving upon the game and they're adding new stuff. If it's just, you know, drop us 30 bucks to keep playing, well, then, then essentially you just, it's not really a free to play game. You just didn't give me the price up until I was already exactly. into the game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, it may be. Maybe the lightning strikes twice in some uh, uh, cases, right? This this might be. I mean, apparently it's a it's a big home run in terms of the feel of the shooter and everything, and it's free to play, mm-hmm. and people are really. It's. I mean, look at us, dude. We're here, like saying, well, yeah. I mean, it's free, so I can't give them a hard time for for putting all these things in there because they're all cosmetic, and I mean, all, all the right mm-hmm. reasons, right? But yeah. um, do people? I can't. I can't see this doing, I mean, worse than than what Fortnite has been doing, man. You know, like mm-hmm. this might be their printing press right here, man. Yeah. So who knows? The success success story will be told by how many of those people, those ten million who have played the game, how many of them buy the battle pass? Because so, I would yeah. say even if even if a million do, it's it's not bad because they're going to make enough money on cosmetics that. Oh yeah, you know I'm sure they're aiming mm-hmm. for more like four or five million, but yeah. Well, they've got a bit of time. Hey. Season one starts in March. If that battle pass, when March hit, hits, and that battle pass is something that's reasonable, and people say, "Yeah, I want to be a part of this," yeah, then I think this game has a, a really bright future. Do yeah. you think it's funny that isn't Firestorm or whatever it is in Battlefield Five supposed to come in March? <laughs> yep. Do you yeah. think it's funny that they release this and then in March they're they're going to cannibalize Battlefield Five again by yeah. <laughs> by releasing a you know a battle royale mode from from Dice that's going to come up against this? Which good luck. I can't imagine that Battlefield Five is going to have a better battle royale than this. These games they have to earn their own player base, and if yeah. Battlefield Five's battle royale is so good that people will go over that paywall that's keeping them away from it then awesome but if it's not if it's just an add-on that is like eh, nobody cares about then hey then i guess it deserves for no one to play it here's the other funny little (laughs) sort of uh, uh maybe maybe it's a coincidence i don't know but uh so titanfall 2 which is a respawn game uh, mm-hmm. suffered or quote unquote was cannibalized by another EA title which was <laughs> Battlefield 1 yeah <laughs> made by <laughs> Dice <laughs> see where you're going with this <laughs> full circle right uh, yeah now it's response turn to be like ah doesn't feel good, does it there, Dice? EA buys Respawn, and the first thing in Respawn's contract is we we owe one to Dice yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to take this this one for the team buddy all right, so so far we've been talking all around Apex Legends, but let's actually talk about what the game is. Mm-hmm. So, as we said, it's a battle royale game by Respawn Entertainment, and it is in the Titanfall universe, but it's not called Titanfall because there's no Titans, right? And there's Ooh. also no pilots, so there's no wall running either. But there is a fall. There, oh, yeah. yes, there is. There is a great fall with no fall damage. That's Beautiful. cool, man. Which is funny because I love that. Because yeah. in, in Black Ops, mm-hmm. I'm always careful about what I'm jumping off of because I don't want to get hurt. And and it feels like you have so much more freedom of movement. 
because of the fact that you're not going to get hurt from fall damage. There's also no friendly fire as well. Mm -hmm. So my teammates are not going to kill me by mistake or on purpose. Mm -hmm. And there's also sliding, which is feels really good, especially downhill. You put, you can stow your weapon away. And when you do that, you're running faster and then you start sliding and then you jump off a cliff. It feels awesome. Like I love how the movement in this game feels. I think they absolutely nailed it. Well, they did it in Titanfall and Titanfall Two, also Manny. You would know. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say they those don't, games. They don't have the parkour, but they have. The they sliding. still have that. Yeah. Respawn always has that nice feeling of movement. Yeah. Like you feel like you are in control mm-hmm. while also moving quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried Titanfall Two, and I just couldn't stick with it because the movement, like the camera shake, it just made me feel like motion sickness. Yeah, your dizziness. So, right. so got a I really couldn't. bad affliction, Duff. I was excluded. But not in this game. It's not here. We got to take him to see over. a witch doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's there's 20 teams of three. And yes, it's only three people per team. You cannot solo queue. I mean, if you do, you get matched up with two other random people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's only teams of three. So uh, uh, one map, 60 players. And it feels good. I like it. it. I think it's right. The map is awesome. What do you guys think about the map? Uh, I didn't get to play it as much as I think Duff did. I some of the elements in the in the maps looked familiar to me from just some of the Titanfall maps. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I wouldn't say that they're reusing the maps. It just so, like some of the buildings, the water, the cliffs. Right. It just feels familiar. And then, um. Well, how about you, Duff? You played you played way more than I did. Yeah, the map feels uh, like you said familiar, at least from the first Titanfall, but not and not like Blackout where it's almost exactly the map that you've played right. multiplayer on. Yeah. Um. So it does have that familiarity. Uh. And and I think that even though it does, that's where the Titanfall feel comes in, right? When you go into the 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 shacks, you know, the wooden shacks that look uh, that are up on stilts that mm-hmm. are from the water planet or whatever. Yeah. That reminds me of playing Titanfall. The bones, the right. giant animal bones remind me of Titanfall. So uh, I can see why they say even though it's not a Titanfall game, it certainly does have some of that Titanfall feel to it. Mm-hmm. Minus the, the like the double or the boost jumping, right? They they don't have the they don't have a double jump, do they? No, and you're not. I guess technically you're not pilots, right? So you're you're. uh, It's something different in that sense. And the map, the map itself feels big. Um, I never feel like it's not like blackout though, where I feel like the circle is always just. Oh man, I have so far to go because this this puts in this puts in the option for for using the zip lines to get up in the air and then fly. Uh, fly into the circle, right? Or at least mm-hmm. pick up a lot of pace. Um, so no vehicles like Blackout has, but that yeah. zipline system really, I think, makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And another thing that's really cool is that when you die, you're not out. Because yeah. if you have a teammate that's able to kind of loot your body, they can uh, loot, I think it's like a banner, right? Or is it a dog tag? Mm-hmm. Whatever Tags, it is. Tags, I think, something like that. So yeah, they, they loot your body, then you go to a special recovery area and they're marked on the map and you could actually get yourself resurrected. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's always been frustrating with any battle royale in my experiences with uh, Black Ops, 
you know, sometimes you just have a bad start and then you get killed within the first couple minutes. And then, you know, you're either just watching your buddy play, which is fine, but wouldn't you rather be participating, obviously? So, you know, if your teammates are successful in winning that battle, then they have the opportunity to bring you back into the fight. And I think that is absolutely awesome. And it has worked out so well. And it isn't just the tags, right? Because, like, you can get rezzed. And then if you die... If you you get down, you can still get rezzed, but they can... They they can kill you. They could put you down to where the only way you could come back is through that. But it's tag. nice, right? It's like sort of a like a like a a fail safe, you know, a, a backup. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you're yes. you're you're down, but you're not out. Okay, you're out, but you're not out. Out. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, now they, you're out. <laughs> they also introduce the the knockdown shields, right? So when you're down, mm-hmm. you have some defense, so people can't just yeah. walk up and melee you to death. Yeah. And I think. I think Larson was saying the golden version of that actually like is a self res. Oh, yes. Um, nice. Yeah, so, you could so, actually res yourself. Yeah, uh, so it has I, I mean you're not I haven't seen one of those, you know, in I don't know how many games I've played, maybe 40 or 50. But uh I definitely have heard people saying that they were self resing. So uh, the they've thought around that whole how do you make it interesting for the person that died? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I think like, like Manny says they do. And one of the things I've noticed, I've, I've been in the final three or four groups several times and it's almost always full teams when you get Mm -hmm. there because people have resurrected their players. They've revived their players. Um, we had the win today and there was just one guy and that was weird when he dropped. We were shocked that we had won because you expect there to be two more people there at the Mm -hmm. end. Yeah. Uh, They have golden armor with special ability as well as golden weapons, which is pretty neat. Some of the different special abilities are like fast recharge of your armor and abilities. Your finishing execution ability will fully charge your shield. And like you mentioned, a self revive. So getting gold armor or finding that kind of rare uh, equipment is actually really beneficial. So that is that is a pretty cool feature. I like that quite a bit. I think one of the best things in this game is the ping system. Oh, dude, I could not agree anymore with you, man. Yeah, you hit that that top, your right bumper, and then you have this wheel, and this whole wheel will let you ping locations, ping different items, show where, um, you ping where you see enemies and stuff. It is mm. so helpful. And I believe they said that while they were testing the game, they had several sessions where nobody was allowed to use the voice comms whatsoever. So it forced them to kind of refine the ping system to be what it is now. And it is fantastic. You can communicate with your teammates so much easier and your characters are actually speaking and giving dialogue. You know, when the the circle's closing, if you're safe, your character will actually, you know, they'll vocalize it. They'll say we're we're in a safe area or it's you just have all these audio cues and visual cues that help you to play better, to make you more efficient as a team. And it feels awesome. I, I think it's fantastic. I was going to say when, when you mentioned earlier, you know, that it's three players only. And if it, if you solo queue or if you get in there by yourself, you're going to get paired with randoms, right? Blueberries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But dude, this ping system makes that like, it's not even a huge deal. Dude, my first game was with randoms because, um, you know, like I was saying, Archimedes and Flav and Alex were already in a game and uh, so I just jumped in there just to, to get some game time. Dude, and it was what makes it great, I think, is that 
it's so easy to use. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like Very immediately, accessible. all three of us were just, you know, they're over there. Let's go that way. Here's some loot. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's great, man. Very well made. Very well implemented. Yeah, I think the, uh, Portal 2 had something like that because you played in co-op and there were you could play co-op online. So you had to, if, when you were solving puzzles, be able to ping the other person if you weren't on comms to sort of tell them what you were trying to do. Um, so this isn't the first place that done that's done it, but it is so well done. And like my only win in the mode came with two blueberries and we were constant communication where's the enemy at you know when you're down in this game you can ping where the enemy's at so if they're trying to hide around a corner on your teammate or something like that you can Mm -hmm. ping that the yeah that system is is great i think it's underutilized though like uh, i haven't seen many people doing the i'm looting over here i'm watching over there kind of stuff it's still mostly i'm going here there's an enemy um so i would like to see people using more of the wheel but but just as it stands, it's still pretty, pretty solid. A challenge accepted. Use the wheel. <laughs> right. All right. So lastly, let's quickly talk about some of these legends, the heroes, these characters. They're they're really similar to like Overwatch characters. But, you know, with Overwatch, if you're using like Junkrat or whatever, then you're using his little ball lobber, right? He, you can't just use generic weapons in Overwatch. But in this game, you can. So your heroes have these different abilities or, or legends as they call them. And they have a, they have three, they have a passive ability, a tactical is what they call it. And then also their ultimate ability. And just, just to, um, you know, I had thought about going through the different legends and, and going over their abilities. And I think that would have been just too long of a show. Right. And we could have really put some people to sleep with that, <laughs> but uh, play the game, find out. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Play the game. But just, just to mention like a, a bunch of them here, um, some of the abilities, you have smoke, you have an artillery strike, you have a, a foe tracker, you have gas, a shield, a mortar strike, a healing drone, a decoy, a cloaking ability, a grappling hook, a zip line, a portal. Like there's a lot of really cool and very effective abilities. And what I like about them is that they're not even like the the artillery strike and the and the um the mortar strike they're not just outright going to kill somebody you know like an ultimate like in in Overwatch or like in Destiny or something like that then you're just you're going to be able to do something that's going to kind of like turn the tide in your favor but a lot of these ultimates are giving you some kind of advantage like the portal for instance that allows you to outmaneuver and outplay um, but it's not just an outright guaranteed kill. And I think that is a really smart design. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think yeah. there's there's something to be said for building a team based on using those ultimate abilities mm-hmm. uh, in combination. But like you say, the if you guarantee kills with anything, that's just ba- no battle royale can survive that. I don't think no. it's awful. I mean, it's almost like the paladin and blackout. If somebody gets a gold paladin, if they have any skill with that thing, it's You're pretty done. much a guaranteed kill yeah. if yeah. they can hit you. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so before we wrap this up, so I have been using Wraith um, mostly and she is so much fun. I think that portal is a really great ability. Uh, I remember playing last night. Uh, we got rushed by some people and I was in this little room, so I dropped the portal in the room and then outside of the room as well. 
and I was able to kind of use it to go back and forth to juke people. And we ended up like, like winning that little battle. And I, I just, I really like that character a whole lot. But mm -hmm. what are you, uh, Duff, what are you kind of gravitating to? So I started off using a lot of lifeline, the healer. Uh, she, she has the little heal drone, but also can drop care packages that, mm -hmm. that give you, you know, shields and stuff. But I've really started going towards Gibraltar, who's kind of like a defensive tank. He's the one that drops the mortar strike, uh, or pops a shield. Ooh, yes. And I just find like he's really nice for looting bodies. He also has, when he's aiming down sights, has a little shield defending him. He, he feels like he's moving slower, but I have been told, uh, by Flav that nobody actually moves slower in the game. It just yes. seems that he does. And I, I, I'm, I can't agree. He, he moves slower, ignore science. He mm. has to be moving slower. <laughs> he just feels so slow, but, uh, but yeah, I've gravitated towards him. Mm -hmm. Well, nice. what about you, Andy? I know you've not had a chance to, to try a bunch of them out. No, I've, I've only, I used my thousand EA access monies, uh, to get, uh, uh, Mirage. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been using him. He seems cool, man. I like having the, the hologram running around, uh, doing stuff. So, um, that's the only one I've had a chance to play with though. Yes. Mm-hmm. But well, think awesome. about things like Wraith, you using Wraith with a lifeline and you can take the healer, you know, through a portal to get right where you need to go and then pop back through the portal with your person that needs to, to heal up. Right. Like that's yeah. even that I can't remember though. You, opponents can't use your portals. Can they? No, I don't okay, believe good. so. Boom. So there we go. Apex legends. It has been a lot of fun and it's absolutely free. So you can download it and play it right now. It's on the Xbox PlayStation and PC. There's currently no plans for mobile or switch. So, Boo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they said they are working on uh crossplay and nice. um like cross save is is out of the question. They said that the game was designed too long ago to be able to incorporate something like that. Mm. Um but crossplay is definitely in the cards. So that's pretty awesome. Well, there you go. Mm. It's a, it's a good game. It's free. It's the <laughs> it's the game EA owes you. Okay? So go <laughs> go get it and play it. <laughs> Yes. At the very least, it will tide you over until Anthem gets here. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I think um, with no PvP um, in Anthem, I think I'm going to be coming back to Apex quite a bit. Oh, dude. it yeah, is they, a lot of fun. They pair so well together, don't you think? Oh, yeah, man. We're definitely going to have some some uh, Gaming Adventure Club Apex nights. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. EA stock's going back up. <laughs> oh, yes. Everything's Skyrocket. The precipitous <laughs> fall... Followed by the, they're going to name coin it like the EA bounce or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I was shedding a lot of tears for EA there, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it looks like they're on the rise and Activision is the one that's on the fall. Oh yeah. Oh, man. No. Yeah. There's a lot of other stories we could have covered about Activision no. potentially firing lots of people this Tuesday. So I don't know. Crazy craziness, but oh, yeah. we've got a bit of housekeeping. I saved it for the end of the show instead of the beginning the Anthem show, that show is coming to a close. We decided, or we uh, we set out to just do a, a short pre-launch series, and we have one episode left of that. So that should be coming out this Thursday, and I'm a little sad. It's been a ton of work, but 
I I felt very happy to do it, and I hope mm-hmm. everybody uh, got something out of it. It was a great show, dude. I really enjoyed it, even though I have no interest in the game. I yeah. still enjoyed the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, so um, moving forward, we we did at the very beginning say, are we going to have a you know was a pre launch season? Are we going to have a post launch season of the Anthem show? And uh, c- currently, the answer is no, we're not. But if it's something that you would really like us to do, if you want to hear my voice talk more about Anthem once the game is live, then let me know. And what I can do is consider it. (laughs) But, um, you know, as of now, um, you know, the series is over. I had a really good time doing it, but we'll see, you know, once the game comes out, if it's the game that, that I just really want to play every single week, for the next year or something, then, Hey, maybe we can do something more, get it its own RSS feed and make it its own thing. But so let us know, tell us if that's what you want, then tell us. And, um, uh, there we go. So, Hey, we have some Boom. Patreons to thank this week, Andy. Oh yeah. Hey, we let's do it. I love these guys too. Yeah. Go for it, Andy. Let us oh, know. Me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> We'd like to, all of our patrons, uh, Archimedes, uh, our fellow Archimedes here, and, and you and I too, Manny, we're patrons. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, uh, we'd like to thank all of our patrons for helping support the show. It makes it your life, uh, Manny, a lot easier with uh, you know everything that you have to do in the background uh, to get this out every week. Uh, but this week in particular, we have a brand new patron, Flav, Flavorous, our good friend, uh, decided to uh, throw some support our way. So we want to give a big shout out to... To our favorite, well, one of our favorite redheads <laughs> with the twirly mustache. Um, and uh, and then Jake, uh, J. Frank Z. Skates, uh, increased his pledge. So thank you so much for that, fellas. We really appreciate your support. Uh, you, make, you make this happen. So we are very grateful, eternally grateful uh, to you and all of our patrons. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me, boys. Oh, Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Yeah, awesome. thanks, Dove. Thanks for coming along, man. Yeah, so if you have any feedback for us whatsoever, just go over to GamingAdventureClub.com and you can find all the links there to either uh, send us an email or our Twitter account link is there as well. And you could come in and join our Discord as well, GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord and jump right in to our community. We'll be happy to have you. Yeah, we will. So until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. We hoped you'd love, we hoped you'd, there's, do it again. (laughs) 